2: Anthony good morning so so here's here's what we got going on our producer okay he was almost late to the show this morning you know we're on very early in the morning and he was almost late this morning because when leaving his home he got run up on from behind by a couple dudes out front of his house and he scared them off by not even letting them get up to him he decided to chase them back and and they ran away what would you have done in that spot
1: Oh man, I probably would have done the same thing.
2: <laughs> I mean, he had he had his coffee in his hand and his move, and it's a good move, I think, Anthony. If he got close enough to them, if they didn't turn around and get out of there, he was going to th- toss the scalding hot coffee in their face. That's a good move, and right? Whoop their ass, so on top well, yeah, of and Whoop their ass while they can't see. Yeah,
1: I mean, that would that probably would have been the best move at the time.
0: Chick, where do you where were you from? Where did you grow up because Tobin's like up in the boondocks. like he's got like one of those desolate homes that there's not like another home for
1: about a block yeah, I, I grew up in Tampa in Tampa, Florida.
2: Gotcha. Oh, okay, so yes, yeah, so you probably grew up in a nice area, right?
1: uh yeah, it wasn't too bad.
2: you ever, you, you ever have a situation like that happen to you? No I, I can't say that I have What do you think your reaction would have been? like would you have run back at them the way our producer didn't scare them off?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, you instantly gotta just, you know, just snap into a different mode than than, uh, than you're used to. Well, yeah. He said time, he was. So. He said
2: he was yelling. He said he was yelling things at them that like he he turned into a crazy person and and in return they ran around and got afraid of him and ran away. That's probably the good move, right? That was a good move, Bob. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's a certain mentality that, like, once that ball's kicked off, you got to flip the switch a little bit. So I imagine, I imagine Chickalow might have that little
2: switch on him as well. Do you? Are you a different person on the football field? But you know, you you,
1: you have to, yeah, you, you have to, like Brett said, uh, you know, flip that switch, and, uh, and you know, you you can't you can't go out there with a mindset of, you know, of, of being happy.
0: You <laughs> can't you can't ease into it, right?
1: No, you can't.
2: What uh, what does it mean to you? Uh, you're in you're in the postseason here, okay? You, you've been getting a lot of playing time this year. You've been starting, and you're playing the Miami Dolphins, okay? You're playing the Miami Dolphins. You obviously went to school down here, so is there any extra juice involved in this game for you personally?
1: Uh, you know, not not really. Um, I didn't grow up a, a Dolphins fan. Um... So it, it's just you know, uh,
2: you know it's a, it's another
1: team uh, you know that's that's in our way to, to our goal, and that's to get to Houston.
2: Are you are you nervous at all going into this game? Like, how does it work for you with with, with the bigger the game is? Does your does your mindset change? Will you have some butterflies maybe before the game?
1: You know, I I, uh, I, I kind of approach the, uh, each game the same way. Uh, you know, every game is important to me. Uh, you know, every time I go on the field, I want to. You know, any, but but again, when you get in the playoffs, the intensity goes up, and uh, you know, I'm 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 expecting that to happen on Sunday.
0: Isn't it finally super awesome that you're able to play for a team that has a badass defense or a history of having a badass defense?
2: I feel like that's a leading question. As opposed
0: right there. to as opposed to what was going on here a few years back when you were getting handcuffed.
1: Yeah, we, uh, you, you know, I when I got drafted by Steelers, I was the Steelers. I was so happy. Um, you know, just because uh, the history of defense they play here. But also, when I, when I went to Miami, I was happy because of the history of the defense that, you know, the way we played at, you know, the way we played at Miami. But, uh, you know, we just, we didn't, we didn't run uh, you know, the type of defense that we run here for the Steelers.
2: That was your biggest disappointment at UM, right, Anthony, that, that you didn't get to play the type of defense that you wanted to play?
1: Uh, you know, that, you know, that, that was definitely one of them, um, you know, I just felt like that we, we, we had, uh, you know, enough talent to win. And uh, you know, I think for my team there, we, uh, we have a lot of guys in the NFL right now. And, and that and as much as guys as we have in the NFL, that didn't translate into wins. And, and that should never be the case.
2: I mean, heck, you got one of them in your secondary there and in, in, in Artie Burns, who's who's having a nice little career so far, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, Artie, uh, man, he's, he's shown great improvement uh, throughout the year. You know, he was banged up in camp. Uh, you know, didn't didn't get uh didn't get that time in camp to tackle and uh, you know really get adjusted to the game. But you know he, he's really uh, just you know adjusted on the fly here and, and uh, you know he's playing really good football right now.
0: Right. I know you had a little bit of time too to see what's been going on down here with this defense, the the total turn that has happened down here with our defensive front, secondary and linebacking core. What's your thoughts on the defense and how it's kind of summed up so far for you this year?
1: Uh- Man, I, I love, uh, you know, I love watching what uh, you know Coach Diaz is doing. Uh, you know, I think we got a lot of a, a great young, a lot of great uh, young talent. Um, you know, and I'm just excited for those guys because uh, you know who, who wouldn't want to play in that defense, man? They're, they're uh, you know, they're blitzing every play. They're attacking. Um, just you know, just getting off the ball. The D line's just getting off the ball and just you know, just trying to make plays, stop the stop the run on the way to the quarterback. That's how uh, any uh, defensive player should want it.
2: We got Steelers linebacker, former Miami Hurricane Anthony Shukelow here with us. Uh, the uh, the Hurricanes this year they win a bowl game for the first time in ten years, which is crazy that that it had been that long. Is this a successful season for the Hurricanes?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I think it was a good year for Coach Rick. Um, you know, obviously we had those those losses in the beginning of the season, the, the you know that that kind of losing streak we went on, but uh, you know the way the team finished and they didn't go into the tank. And uh, you know to, to go and win the bowl game against uh, you know a good opponent that was that was big for us and I think it's going to be a you know major for recruiting uh, moving forward and uh, you know I I'm excited to watch I am.
0: Chick, a big story down here obviously as of late has been the two guys leaving uh, Yerby and Brad Kaya. Uh, Seeing a lot of guys leave early for different reasons. Uh, During the golden era, I imagine a lot of the guys wanted to leave early because they didn't want to really be around what was going on at the University of Miami at the time. But now we have our, I guess you could say, trophy coach, high-profile coach who put up really nice numbers, both on the offensive and defensive side of the football. So what, in your mind, do you think or the reason why a guy like Brad Kaya, and you know him better than we know him, would want to go early or Yerby. Yerby is self-explanatory. He has the two children that he wants to provide for, but, but a guy like Bradley who kind of comes from a little bit of money um, is not dying for, for, for food or anything like that. What is your thoughts on, on why Bradley might've left?
1: You know, I, I, I just think that, you know, he think, uh you know, he, he, he's accomplished a lot in Miami. You know, he's got all the, the passion records, um, you know, and Brad, he's a real talented guy. Uh, you know, I, I think he's going to be really good in the NFL. Um, you know, uh, that, that's his decision. If he wants to leave early, uh, you know, Brad, Brad's, he's a great kid. So I, I couldn't, I couldn't see him having any problems with anybody over there. So, uh, you know, I, I'm sure, you know, who his, his people in his corner, whoever, uh, you know, told him uh, to leave. Uh, you know, they, they got good information behind it. I, I I don't know how strong the quarterback class is this year, so you know that that uh, could be a good thing for him. um, You know, as far as him getting drafted high.
0: Yeah, that's ultimately how it works, right, is you have people in your ear, whether it's an agent or supporting staff, that is finding information from NFL teams of, of where you're going to be taken. It's not like he's electing to leave because he just wants to get out of the University of Miami. He has an opportunity. I I said it was just the next chapter in his life. He's just ready for that next chapter. That, and he's pretty tired of getting peppered by a lot of opposing defenses. Yeah, that probably plays
2: a role, right, Anthony, that he doesn't want to keep getting hit for playing for free, right? Yeah I
1: am sure it does uh you know play a role like I don't you know I didn't I don't play quarterback so I I don't know what it's like for him you know he did de- he did get hit a lot this year and I'm sure that that played a role in, in it
2: Hey Anthony is uh is Joey Porter still a crazy person? <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: man he, he, you know he's uh he's 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 if not my favorite coach definitely one of the favorite coaches I've ever had uh you know just the, the passion he has for the game, and and answer your question. Yeah, he is
2: still crazy. I mean, like, like he and, and I'm sorry, Brett. And he's uh, like he's scary still, right? Even though he's he's uh, uh, several years removed from playing. I mean, he you could you could envision him still being able to put pads and helmet on, right? Yeah, um,
1: you know. But one thing I can say about him is he's one of the most humble, you know, guys I've ever you know you know been around for such a great player that he was. I mean, you know, one day he's going to go in the Hall of Fame, and you know, he—if you don't ask him about about football, and even when you do ask him, you're not going to get much out of him about when he played. So, uh, you know, I, I I love you
2: know love Coach Porter to death.
0: How often are guys like Kevin Green and Greg Lloyd and those
2: cats? Are they around the Greg building Lloyd, ever? That dude was so hard, Greg Lloyd. Yeah,
1: um, yeah, I i I met him a, a couple times. You know, they come around. Uh, you know, still have a lot of. You know, like Miami, they, they have like a lot of uh, alumni uh, events, so it, it's great to see those guys.
0: I'm a little biased because I grew up a Steeler fan as a kid, and those were to my two guys, Kevin Green and Greg Lloyd, but, but how good was it for you to go into a city where the football, not only just the, the history of that football organization, but you just walking in the street and getting recognized, and, and how much of a pedestal that they put Pittsburgh Steelers up on. How good was that for you coming out of a college program that just wasn't as successful as it should have been?
1: man man brett it, it was uh it was really because uh, I went to
0: jacksonville and and just i yeah. i just want to put that out there because that was poop and uh <laughs> I'm just wondering yeah. how nice it is to go to somewhere like pittsburgh it it it, it, it
1: was it was really eye opening to me just to see like like you said at Miami you know the fans uh are not always there for you but if these fans here uh you know they they love the Steelers they love sports um You know, everywhere you go, uh, it's Steelers Steelers gear everywhere. Um, You know, every every time, no matter if it's a preseason game or or or, uh, whoever you're playing, you know, the whole stadium's going to be packed and they're going to be going crazy, waving their towels. So, uh, you know, it 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 was just, you know, it was one of the best things that could happen for me was uh, get drafted, uh, you know, by an organization uh, like the Steelers.
2: Who's bigger in Pittsburgh? Okay, between uh, the people who live there, Ben Roethlisberger or Sidney Crosby?
1: Uh, man, I'm, I'm telling you they they love their sports teams. That, that, uh, that's a hard question. Cause, uh, you know, those, those guys are two, of you know, two of the best in, the, in, in, in both of, you know, two, two of the best in their, in their game. So, uh, that's, a, that's a tough
2: question.
0: James Harrison, you got to give us a James Harrison story. What kind of lunatic is he in the weight room post pre you name it?
2: Well, and, and Anthony, like, do you believe his explanation where he wears the sweats? Cause he doesn't want to intimidate the other guys with his muscles. <laughs>
1: Uh, you know, he, he's he's another guy, man. That just uh, you know, anytime he says something, you know, you you, you listen. Uh, you just you know, anytime he, he tells you any type of tips, you just soak it up. Uh, but you know, he's a, he's a great guy. Uh, but man, he does he does work hard. Uh, you know, I'll never forget when I first when I first got to the Steelers. Uh, we we had to be in the uh, the weight room all the rookies at like six a.m. And, uh, you know, first, you know, we, we get here, we get here about 545, and, you know, we're walking into the weight room, we turn the corner, and, uh, you know, there was only one person working out, and he was just, he was just wearing that sweatsuit, just, just covered in sweat, and you could, you could tell that he, I mean, it's 545 in the morning, but you can tell he's already put in probably about an hour and a half, two hours, so, uh it, 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 he, uh, you know, he, he puts in the time, man. He, he takes care of his body. He does everything he, he uh, has to do to be, uh, you know, great in the game.
2: Uh, Anthony, before we let you go here, like, how long, how many days is it going to take you to get over losing to the Dolphins this weekend? Like, will you recover fast, or like, will it be like a whole week, or you know, will you be upset the whole off season?
1: <laughs> oh, man, we'll, we'll see what happens on Sunday.
2: <laughs> uh, Anthony, great job! Thanks for joining us so early this morning. We appreciate it, man. All right, guys. Thank you. All right. That's Anthony Chicolo right there. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.